I'm Dr. Orion Taraban, and this is PsychHacks, Better Living Through Psychology. And the topic of today's short talk is the truth about romance. Romance is for men. This title is probably a shock to most of you, especially to the men out there. I'm here to argue that all the things that go into the modern idea of romance, the flowers, the chivalry, the bent knee proposals, are actually not for women. They're for men. This was a big realization for me, and it was even bigger because it was actually staring me in the face the entire time. It's so obvious that it's invisible to most people. Now, before I get into it, please remember to like this video and subscribe to the channel. It takes less than a second, costs you nothing, and it's how you can support me in my mission to deliver free, high-quality content to the world. Thanks for your help. Now, let me help you understand why romance is for men. In the pinned comment below, there's a link to this really catchy 90s song called Two Princes by the band Spin Doctors. I remember when I heard this song in the sixth grade for the first time, I made my mom drive me to the mall just so I could buy the single, which I proceeded to listen to over and over again. The song hit number one on the US charts and more importantly to our present undertaking, it perfectly exemplifies what I'm here to talk about. If you haven't done so already, listen to it yourself. It's really catchy. Now, the lyrics of the song tell the story of an age-old romantic trope. Two men are vying for the same woman. One guy is rich, he's established, he has status. As the song says, he's got diamonds in his pockets. But he apparently doesn't really love the woman. And the other guy, the singer, well, he's poor, he's got no future, and he's got nothing to offer but his heart. But he apparently knows what a prince and lover ought to be. There's nothing new here. This is the same dichotomy you see in almost every romantic comedy or Hallmark movie, so who cares? Well, let me ask you a really obvious and stupid question. Why is this always the case? That is, why is it always the rich, powerful man who doesn't believe in love against the poor, down-on-his-luck dude who does? Or, to put it another way, why is it never the rich, powerful man who believes in love against the poor, down-on-his-luck dude who doesn't? And it's an easy question because the answer is obvious. The reason why it's never the other way around is that it wouldn't be a fair fight. The woman would have absolutely no reason to choose the second guy, so there's really no reason to tell that story. There's no conflict because there's no contest. The woman, of course, would choose the rich and powerful man who believes in love. Do you understand? So what was the story before romance was invented? Like, how did it work in medieval and ancient times? Leaving aside the fact that women rarely got to choose their partners back then, how were men selected for women? Well, before romance, it was just the rich, powerful man against the poor, down-on-his-luck dude, which, like my hypothetical counterexample, isn't a fair fight. The first guy wins every time. And in those times, not only did the rich, powerful men get their pick of the choicest women, it wasn't all that uncommon for these men to have a whole harem of women. I mean, according to the Bible, King Solomon had 700 wives and 300 concubines. That guy had a thousand women. 
which means that at that time in that place, there were probably 999 other dudes who were pissed at Solomon for bogarting all the best ladies for himself. But can you really blame the women? Why wouldn't the women choose Solomon? He was the king. He had the money and the palaces, which means he could offer resources and protection. And he was wise and generous to boot. The other guys couldn't compete. Now, because romance was actually a historical phenomenon, it originated in the south of France in the 15th century, we know who invented it. Men invented it, more specifically, the chivalric knights of that time and place. And these men invented it for them, for men, not for women. And they invented romance in an attempt to compete with the rich and powerful men of their time for access to the best women. And this is because if a guy couldn't convince a woman that he had something special, something intangible that the king didn't have, there's no way he's getting laid. The truth about romance is that it's a strategy that lower status men have adopted in their attempt to compete successfully with higher status men. That's also why it's a young man's game, because most young men don't have anything to offer women, but they still want to get laid. And if it works, it's a pretty slick game, because I, a lower status man, would have convinced you, an attractive woman, an attractive woman, that this intangible feeling in my chest is actually more valuable and important to you than all the resources and opportunity that a higher status man could provide you. I would have to be extremely smooth for this to work. And to be honest, it usually doesn't. Women might think the second guy, the guy who calls himself a prince, is rather sweet and may even play around with him a bit, but they generally end up with the first guy, the guy who might actually be a prince and who can provide her with the kind of lifestyle she would prefer. And this was a mind blower for me because guys typically think that romance is for women. I mean, they don't want chocolates and flowers and poetry and jewelry. And they give these things because they think the women do. But women still want Solomon, guys. Women still want the king, the powerful, wise, generous, rich alpha male. And this hasn't changed because women's nature, like men's nature, hasn't really changed in the last few hundred years. The upshot is that romance was actually invented by men for men to help them compete against more powerful men who would otherwise completely destroy them in the sexual marketplace for desirable women. Take that in. What do you think? Remember to like, comment, and subscribe for the algorithm. And see the About tab for more information on donations, consultations, and sponsorship opportunities. Thanks for listening.